Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks podcast, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower women to prioritize their dreams, revolutionize their families, and personalize their faith. I am your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a therapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me every week here as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find the help and healing they need. And with me today is Michaela. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. So tell me what your question is today. Um, so I've just been the last few years going through a faith transition and it's had a pretty heavy effect on my relationship with my family. Mm. It's caused a lot of not just contention, but just tension in general. And um, I kind of kept it quiet for quite a few years. And I'm trying to figure out how to best address it with my family without having, I don't know, I guess it's going to cause issues, but uh, trying to find, reestablish my relationship with my family, particularly my parents. Okay. Have you talked with them at all about your faith transition yet? Um, we've kind of had like little, I mean, not, not specifically, I would say we've talked about it a little, but never like head on. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a fear for me to like really come out that way with where I'm at and where I feel like I'm headed spiritually. That is totally normal to have that fear Mm -hmm. of kind of disappointing your parents or upsetting your parents. What is your biggest fear? Kind of describe that for me. I would say my biggest fear is probably feeling like I have, I have a big family. I have a lot of siblings and I'm kind of afraid of like feeling alienated from those relationships mm-hmm. um, because it's a big, I mean, I have a very Orthodox family. It's a big part of the way they live their life. And um, it's kind of taboo for me to be going a different direction and it kind of disrupts the whole foundation of my relationship. So my biggest fear is losing the closeness that I've had with them my whole life. Yeah, that is that is a scary thing, especially in a big family where they're orthodox and yeah. things are a certain way and there are certain expectations. If If your parents were listening today, what would you tell them? Like, what do you want them to know? Uh, a lot of things, but I guess okay. first and foremost, just that that they can trust me mm. and that I only have good intentions for myself and my purpose. Yeah. And yeah, I guess that's the biggest thing is just that I feel like they can trust me. Trust me and my intent. Mm-hmm. And what would you tell them about the relationships and your, your fears and what you want in a relationship with them? Probably that no matter (laughs) how it might manifest, like I do love them and want a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes I kind of close myself off or like sequester my emotions from them just because I'm afraid of the reaction. But I think it really comes from a deep caring and like desire to keep a strong relationship with them. And just not, it's just like, un, I've, I've never been in this situation. It's unmarked territory. So it's more of, more of the, I feel like the negative ways that I act or react is out of a desire for a, a strong relationship and a fear for what the worst that could happen. 
Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. And I just want to highlight something that in in your attempt to preserve the relationship, what you just told me is that you're hiding from the relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And ultimately your goal is to be close and to have close relationships. Mm-hmm. And so you're actually doing something that's bringing about your fears. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, in, in a small true. way, in a small way. And, and I'm not saying they're going to react well. I don't know your parents. I don't know how they're going to react. Mm-hmm. But I know that you hiding out for the rest of your life and not sharing your true self is not going to help you feel close with them. It will never get you to their, to that place. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So I think, okay. Are you ready to have that conversation? I think, I think I have been, I think it's, it's been long enough and I guess what you're saying makes perfect sense because I think I'm starting just now to realize that all of these years that I've been hiding and burying and keeping thing, keeping myself closed off because of that fear, I am mm-hmm. realizing the damage it has done. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at this place where I really do want to remend that relationship and start growing close with them again. So, and I think I'm realizing the only way to do that is to have that conversation. Yeah. So do you want some help with how to have that conversation? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I need, Yeah, I think I definitely need some help just because I don't know. I'm a very emotional person, so I don't know how to keep my head on straight. Yeah. And too often we expect non-emotional conversations. So the goal is, is not to be, you know, shut down from your emotions, but you do want to manage them enough so you can communicate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to suggest that you ask them to have a difficult conversation. So I need to have a hard conversation with you. When are you available? So you don't spring it on them at a family party or, you know, when you're in the kitchen or whatever, you want to make sure that they're in a place where they can have a hard conversation. So give them a heads up. Mm -hmm. And then when they tell you, okay, let's get together next Saturday night. I want you to actually write down exactly what you said. Not exactly, but you can listen to this podcast and write down exactly what you said earlier. But what you said was great. What you said was great. And I want you to write that down. So if you feel your emotions are overwhelming, that you can just read what you need to say. Mm-hmm. And I also want you to add to that what I want from you or what I need from you is blank. So that you already talked about that. To, I need you to trust me. Mm-hmm. I need you to see my intent, to see my heart in this. What are some other things that you might need them to, mm. to see or do or be? I think that's a hard question for me to answer because I don't really know where to draw my boundary. Maybe, I guess maybe I would need them to tell me their boundaries. I guess that's, that's one of them, but so, I don't want so them to I'm not, like, oh, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. <laughs> I, just, I don't want them to feel like they're like, I'm asking them not to 
I don't know, not to live their lives the way they've chosen to or the way mm-hmm. that they have been. But I, I just, it's hard for me to figure out how to, I don't know, to know what is a need and what, it, what I need to work on on my end yeah. as far as having faith differences. Well, let's brainstorm that. What, what ideally would you like from them in terms uh, of boundaries? In terms of boundaries, I would, I mean, I'd like to have interactions with them that don't involve the church. Okay. Um, I don't, I mean, I still have the testimony. I don't necessarily have, like, I don't want to not have spiritual conversations, but I feel like there's a lot of um, animosity when there's like a new idea that is introduced. So like maybe just like an open mind would be nice or just the ability to agree to disagree instead of all black and white, because I think that it's hard for me to feel the way I feel and then to be told that it's not right or good. Yeah. So it sounds like you're ready to kind of move away from having religious discussions Mm -hmm. with them that you're not ready for that right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. That's okay. Hard. Is that something that you could ask them for? Yeah. I Well, it'd be hard for me to. It wouldn't be an easy thing. And it's probably because of that fear. <laughs> but um, I think I hope to be able to. Yeah. I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, what you just said is a great way, you know, I'd like to talk about things other than religion. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any other boundaries that that you might need to set with them or, or requests? Just how you hope they would respond or how you hope they would treat you? Yeah. Um, I think maybe, I think that's probably the biggest one. I don't know if I have any others that come to mind. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's feeling like it's impossible. I mean, I know that they feel like I haven't, that we don't have a relationship, but it's because I don't want to talk about those things. But if we could uh, find some kind of common ground, mm-hmm. I think it would help move forward. But I don't feel like we've really put the effort in to do that because I haven't fully addressed the faith transition. Yeah, yeah. If you were to talk with your parents about other things what what other things what other topics could you talk about with them um my job okay uh the people in my life um the things that i'm learning and seeing the things that they're learning and seeing too i guess yeah that would be a a great relationship if you could talk about those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, would. I think, so. I think you're ready for this. I think you're ready to, to bridge the distance that's already happening mm-hmm. uh, because you, you've been holding back. Yeah. You've got this. <laughs> you've got this. What's coming up right now? Just the, I think a little bit of regret. Say more. I think I regret not being true to myself with them mm. for so many years. Yeah. Yeah. Or being so afraid of that, like that conflict. 
that um, it feels like there's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Whereas I kind of wish I had addressed it sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that it, <laughs> I don't know, it just feels like there's a lot to go through. Yeah. Kind of feels overwhelming, I bet. Definitely. Yeah. I, I just want to let you know that it's, it's normal to put off hard conversations, especially when you love the people so much and you're so afraid to damage the relationship. So waiting for the, the conversation, you know, and, and putting that off is totally normal. It's so human. And so I, I want to encourage you not to beat yourself up for waiting. I think things unfold when it's time. And maybe you just needed some encouragement and someone kind of on your team to say, you, you've got this, you can do this. Yeah. So I don't want you to beat yourself up for not doing it sooner because this is the right time because it's when it's going to happen. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you talked with other siblings in your family? I've talked with one sister. Um, my, I have, I have seven, six siblings. So there's seven of us mm-hmm. and my relationship with each of them is so different, but I have two siblings in particular who I have had conversations, but we kind of had to end it just because it wasn't, it wasn't really going over well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have one sibling who I've been the most open with and I think she knows where I'm at the most mm-hmm. and she's been the most supportive, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I have two siblings who still live at home, so they're okay. still young, and I just I don't know how to address that with them either. But yeah, do you want some help with that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> any yeah. help would be fantastic. Yeah, are they teenagers? Mm-hmm. Are they? Okay. I have a 15 year old sister and an 18 year old brother. Okay, so I want you to add that to the conversation with your parents. Since your parents are still responsible for them, mm-hmm. I would like you to consult with them on how, uh, like, if they're okay if you approach your siblings and just tell them that you're taking a step back from activity in the church. Mm-hmm. And that it would be short and sweet, that you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't try to undermine them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think when you talk to them, you can just state the fact no I've been struggling with my faith I'm taking a step back or h- how would you say it to them to my siblings yeah um I've been taking a step back from being active in the church and trying to focus on the parts of my testimony that are more important to me right now um I don't know what else I'd probably yeah probably all what, I'd say. yeah I think that sounds that sounds great and you, you might even share what parts of those are that you are working on, because that's a connecting thing between them and you, mm-hmm. right? If there are still parts that you're keeping. Yeah. And your parents may appreciate knowing that too. Like, I, I believe this, I'm holding on to this, I'm working on this. So what are those things that you're, that you're holding on to? The biggest one is the atonement. Mm. Um, my Christianity yeah and probably some of the bigger principles um, the concept of unconditional love yeah. and 
I mean, just some of the bigger principles, probably. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like a lot of the values that you learned from your family and from mm-hmm. your church, you're taking with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've made me who I am. So mm-hmm. I don't know how to leave those behind. Right, right. Yeah. And you're pretty great, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> Thank you. So, you know, you. it's great that you can see what your family and your church has given you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's part of development. It's part of becoming a grown-up to really take charge of your faith and make it yours and decide what it's going to be and what it's not. And so you are, you're in a developmental process that is just part of, of growth. Yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with you. What's that like to hear? It's good. Yeah. It's really big. Yeah. You're just growing and you're growing in a way that's going to be hard for some of your family. And that's, you know what, that's life. That's a part of life. And they'll, you'll get through it. They'll get through it. And they're going to learn from this experience. I hope I do too. Oh, you Uh, will. (laughs) I think you already are. I haven't already. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Michaela, you, you've got this. Okay. So just to kind of summarize, you're going to ask your parents for permission to have a hard conversation and ask them when, not permission, but when they're available. I want you to write down the, at least the main points of what you want to convey to them mm-hmm. and then what you want from them. So like, I want you to see my intent. I want you to, I need you to trust me. I want to talk with you about things other than religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and make your requests, okay? okay? And then you're going to ask them, you know, are you okay if I approach my younger siblings? And this is what I would say to them. And just out of respect, because they're still minors, I think it's it would be good to just talk with them about what, talk with your parents about what you want to talk with your siblings about. Yeah. Okay? Does okay. that sound like... Yeah. Sound doable? Yes, it does. Okay. It sounds doable. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking today. Hopefully this yeah. was helpful. Thank you. And you have, you, I feel like I feel the, I feel the pain with you and you, you can do this. Okay. Thank you can you. do this. Okay. Okay. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Julie. Okay. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com. thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com 
with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.